Hey y'all, it's your girl Zaria, aka Black Phoebe Hollow, and I'm back with another podcast. Hey y'all, how have y'all been? I know you guys can't, you know, answer me, you know, right here and right now, but I hope that you guys have been, you know, doing good, doing something productive. I very much encourage everybody to do something productive, you know, for the past week into the next episode. And I'm so grateful. I just want to start off this podcast saying I'm so, so grateful for the people who are tuning in and who are listening to my voice. I really do appreciate it. And hey, stop to, sorry, y'all, my cat's over here doing the most. But um, I believe this is episode nine. And last week, just a recap on last week's episode, we were talking about, you know, me grieving, going through the loss of a parent and how... You know, I'm dealing with it and everything. And um, I know every every uh, podcast I start off, you know, talking about the things that I have done positive. Um, Honestly, this has been a rough week. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Uh, we down bad. <laughs> I'm a little down bad right now. I ain't going to lie. I've just been, like, I feel like, you know, my I, as you know, as I speak on it in a previous podcast and I, how I talk about it openly, I have, you know, clinical depression and it's every day is a struggle, you know, trying to get up and everything. But I think I have been mentally down because of like the recent mass shootings that we had. I just want to, you know, say, uh, you know, my heart goes out to all the victims in Texas for the, um, for the Texas shooting and also for the uh, Buffalo, New York shooting that happened where the guy went into the grocery store and, you know, and just killed a whole bunch of people for no reason. Just honestly, honestly, that's probably why I've been so depressed. Like it just makes me, all these things happen and just make me feel like life just ain't, it's just not there. I don't know. Like it just seems so it just seemed pointless, you know, like it just, and I, and you know, I'm, I try my best to, you know, be positive and try to uplift people, but I can completely understand why anybody don't want to be here. I'm not going to lie, y'all. It's just so, oh my God, like this country, this world, like it's like Sandy Hook literally happened 10 years ago. It's going to be 10 years in November, I believe. So, and we have another shooting, a little kid. He killed little kids. Like, makes no sense at all like that people just can't exist without someone trying to take their life it don't make no sense all but like I said end of this I'm just gonna say I give my love and my healing to the victims of those students I really hope they are able you know to pass on peacefully and also I want to give send out love to their family members and hope that they can grieve in peace and that they can heal from this hopefully it's going to be a long time before they are able to accept what happened. But I hope that, you know, their grieving process can go smoothly. But yeah, y'all, I just, I don't know, y'all. But anyways, I have a few topics that I've been thinking about in my head. And I know that I've usually been like focusing on kind of like one topic, but I have a few topics. I have a little notebook right here and we're going to talk about it. So I think I want to start off talking about Tyler Perry. I know this is weird. I said my podcast is going to be all over the place, y'all. I said I'll be talking about everything. But I think I want to start off about Tyler Perry. I, okay, so the reason why I want to speak on this, because I think that, like, 
people do really do group think, especially on social media. If you're not familiar who Tyler Perry is, Tyler Perry is a black um, director, producer of like his own movies and he does other movies as well. He does he does the work of like Medea the movie. You know, he dresses up and drag as Medea. Medea, Mabel Simmons. Mabel Simmons. And so one of the things that I feel like people are doing, and I I wanna go ahead and say that I really don't live for anybody else. I say this all the time. We are all gonna have our different opinions. I feel like as long as your opinion don't harm someone, such as like transphobia and homophobia, I feel like those are opinions that harm people. But opinions like petty shit like this, nah. I feel like people are bandwagony hating Tyler Perry. And I ain't gonna lie, them wigs are terrible. Especially some Marmore wig. That wig was terrible. It was giving it was giving steak. It was very much terrible. I ain't gonna lie. I won't sit here and act like those fucking wigs and the the uh, plays and stuff. But honestly, it was giving realistic to me. Like, old lady, wear wigs like that. I don't know why people... Look, my controversial, controversial opinion about Tyler Perry is that I feel like people are very much giving groupthink. If you're not familiar with the term groupthink, groupthink is basically like... Like when people all have to like come together, like okay, what am I talking about? Okay, group think is hard to explain. Like it's just like one person has opinion, and everybody want to follow that opinion. It's basically very cult, cult like you know. Like I just feel like a lot of people can't think of their own, and I feel like I know these are okay. So I'm gonna list the cons of what people think Tyler Perry is. People think that that um you know that he doesn't this he doesn't. Uh, portray black people in the right light or anything. And I, I don't know where people are getting that from because I grew up on Tyler Perry movies and maybe it's just me and my personal experience. I never saw him portray black people in a bad light. I feel like he are portraying the shit that actually goes on in our community. And, and I feel like people are just like denying that that's what's going on in our community. Like, in our community. like Drugs are literally happening in our community. These things are happening in our community. Why do you feel like they shouldn't be betrayed? And I don't feel like every single person that he has in there is just down bad. It's, I don't know. I I don't see. And then Medea, the whole carnator, whatever character and the mammy thing. I guess Medea never really affected me or made me feel any type of way because I never saw him. I feel like he wasn't portraying Medea in a bad way. Like, compared to, like, people who actually betray black women in a bad way, like, I think, I, I still, like, you know, laugh at the whole Sinead thing with Martin, but I feel like he was portraying black women in a bad way. Sinead and when Jamie Foxx did, if you're, I, I know I have a different demographics who listen to my podcast, so I'm going to go thorough in it. So, Jamie Foxx is an actor. He plays, you know, like, different stuff. He did, like, um... What's that movie? Uh, what's that movie? I can't remember. A Law Abiding Citizen. Okay, he did like Law Abiding Citizen. He played Ray in as Ray Charles in a Ray Charles biopic, and you know he did Jimmy Fox show. So he also does his cosplay as a black woman called Wanda. I feel like those characters are characters that betray black women, as you know, ghetto hood, whatever, all that. But Medea, she honestly just reminded me of my grandmother. Medea is very much like independent 
She's going to do shit on her own. That's how my grandmother was. I had a grandmother who was heavy set and looked just like Medea. Like, literally, they look similar, which is so funny. And maybe that's why I never found a problem with Medea. But, you know, like, I just feel like on social media, a lot of people like to bandwagon hate. And if somebody hates you, then the whole social media going to you know, gang up on you. I don't know. That's just my opinion about Tyler Perry. And one thing I was talking to my friend about when I was telling her what people would say about Tyler Perry, she was like, she said something that was really, like, really hit. She was saying that we do have the crackhead auntie. We do have the crackhead cousin. We do have these characters that are in our family and she was saying that why don't people think they are good enough to be portrayed and I was like you know what she actually hit the spot because people are saying that he portrayed us in a bad light and I never saw it that way I saw him portray black people who have money black people did it these are problems that are really going on in our community like I don't get why people act like these aren't things and I understand I understand like where people are saying they have enough of the negativity like, people are saying we have enough of, like, a negativity. We need more positive black movies, which I totally agree. Because I love Dope. Like, Dope, if you're not familiar, Dope is the remake of the Wood movie. The 1990, I don't remember when it came out. The Wood is basically about Inglewood, California. And then Dope was supposed to be, like, you know, like a um a spinoff to the movie. And that was just a cool little fun movie. It didn't do too much. It didn't need black trauma in it. I love good black movies. But I also feel like... Tyler Perry, those movies that he made were hella long time ago. He made those movies in like 2004 and stuff. So, I don't know why people feel like I don't know. Um, about I don't know. Like, I remember when Medea came, Medea went to jail. Medea goes to jail, came out in theaters, and everybody was just laughing, having a good time. I'm like, damn, at one point we did like Tyler Perry. Where did this bandwagoning hate come from? Also, I'm not saying Tyler Perry don't have flaws, because he do. He do do, you know, some shit that ain't perfect. He literally, you know, him, I don't know if he, if he was the active participant in the blackballing of the comedian uh, Monique. I'm not sure, y'all. I'm not sure, but I I'm, I don't think perfect. I just say I feel like all this bandwagony hate is just weird because it came out of nowhere, in my opinion. But um, I like what my friend said. Like, why do people feel like the kid, the the people in our family that are going through stuff? Why are they not good enough to be portrayed? Because we do have these characters. We do have the woman who's doing drugs, like in Medea, Medea's uh, family reunion, the mother who was basically let her allow her child to get sexually assaulted by a man. Is that not something that actually happens in our community, where a lot of children in the black community get molested and the moms don't do shit about it? Literally, that that's something that's something that does happen. I don't get why people act like that's not good enough to be portrayed because it's something that does happen in our community and. Let me talk about, well, let me say, well, I will say one thing Tyler Perry was wow for is temptation. That was out of, he was out of pocket for that. You guys are not, like I said, I try to explain everything so people can understand what I'm talking about. People need to understand, don't ever watch Temptation. <laughs> temptation is with Lance Gross, who I met, and I, he put his arm around me. I still haven't watched my arm to this day. <laughs> anyway, but it's with Lance Gross. 
and it's with Journey Smollett, who is Jussie Smollett's uh, sister. Y'all know, y'all know. Of course, you you have to know who Jussie Smollett is. But um, basically, the movie goes. I'm gonna give y'all a synopsis of the movie. Basically, the movie goes. Um, she's basically bored with her, you know, vanilla relationship with her husband, and then this billionaire comes out of nowhere, and he just starts, you know, showing interest in her, and she starts, you know, cheating on her husband, and she ends up with AIDS, and then, like, at the end, Lance Gross, who's her husband, gets remarried, has a child, and she, at the end, she just walks away lonely as hell. Yeah, that's, (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, look, that may have been something that argument somebody used against Tyler Perry. I'm not gonna lie, because he he know he ain't he ain't seeing heaven for temptation. He ain't made no sense for that one. <laughs> All right, my next topic, you guys, I said I wanted to talk about um like so you guys, sorry. The next topic I feel like I wanted to talk about was the consumption of water and not being able to do it, like people say. Or just like this whole Basically, the topic should just be about self-healing and the whole facade of, like, like, okay, let's talk about this. You know how everybody on TikTok tried to do the get ready with me and try to be positive? That's me. I'm trying to be like that now, but it's not realistic. In my opinion, it's not realistic. Shit be happening in the morning. You Nobody wakes up. And be like, oh, I'm about to cook me some bread. I'm about to do my job. No, unless you have a, unless you're privileged and you're like Kylie Jenner. If you're working like a minimum wage job like my ass, like, you ain't got time for that. Like, let's talk about this. Um, I actually want to really talk about like, you know, water consumption. Is anybody able to really consume the amount of water that they really needed? Because I try to drink the most water that I can. But the thing is, like, I work a job that I'm constantly moving around and working and not being able to leave my station. And it's like, I can't even be able to even drink water or to be able even, like, use the bathroom. And I was telling my manager, I was like, I got to stop holding my bladder all day because I'm like, fuck, I I can't keep holding my bladder. I'm going to get a bladder infection. And, like, she was like, yeah, like, when we get downtime, we're going to have to, you know, figure out, you know, go to the bathroom. And she was like, I got to she was telling me that, you know, she had got a UTI and that her doctor was saying that a lot of Starbucks Starbucks partners come in there with these complications. This is what I'm talking about. These jobs are really detrimental to our, literally our health, like to the point where it's starting to affect us physically. Like I, you never get any time to even drink water if you're working a nine to five or just even a job that you're constantly working. Not at nobody is actually able to live that perfect little get ready with me life, in my opinion. I just feel like nobody is really ready or even have, unless, like I said, like if you're not privileged enough, if you are privileged, oh, Lord Jesus, if you are privileged enough to live that life, then you can do it. But if you're constantly like on your feet at a job and you're constantly running errands and you're constantly sitting down, like if you're driving Uber, Lyft, whatever, you can't do that lifestyle. Like, it's complicated as hell. Like, people don't understand. Trying to put on this facade that you're, you could do this. I don't know. Do you guys remember the account Mad Black Thought or whatever? Or you guys found, everybody on social media found out that they're actually really a guy that was cosplaying a dark-skinned black girl the whole time. Honestly, about that account, you guys, I, if you're not familiar on Twitter, there was this account called Mad Black Thought. 
They were very much, uh, you know, big on social media. Even Ariana Grande would associate herself with it. And Little Nas X, too, as well. And it turns out that they weren't even a girl. There was a guy. when They did their photo reveal. Honestly, I don't believe that it was him the whole time. I believe that they sold the account. If you're not, no, no, I believe they sold the account. But, all right, you guys. So, my third topic is, I just want to talk more. Like, remember, this, I feel like this first season of my podcast is just about, like, you know, like, me just on my journey of, like, you know, healing. And I can, and just, like, not talking about men. Like, I really, I really don't, mm, I don't like men, yeah, but we're going to talk about this, we're going to get on this topic about talking about men. Okay, so, I've been celibate for, like, two months now, and I've been loving it. When you're celibate, you guys, that you really can enjoy everything. You don't have no man stressing you out. You don't have to worry about UTI. You don't have to worry about STD. You don't have to worry about pregnancy. Not having sex is so fun, you guys. I'm telling you. having Not having sex is so much fun. I do not care. Like, I swear to God. But, um... You got, I swear to God, I swear to God. But let me tell y'all about my journey. I am on this journey of not messing around with men just because it's been so many years of me getting pushed around and taken advantage of and just being over-sexualized by men and them not ever wanting to be in a relationship at all. Like, it's been that story with every guy like every guy and I'm I like from this year on I've been so sick of it. And so the moment I literally went and like messed around with someone this year, things went downhill and I was depressed for a while for like a month. Cuz I should have honestly I tried to give it a 10. I was like, "You know what? Maybe this guy might work out. I don't know why I thought he would." But it just seems like Honestly, I think my soulmate's a woman. Not even a woman. Like, my soulmate is myself. Like, my soulmate is, like, me. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you guys know the song by Cheetah Girl, Cinderella, when they were saying, I don't want, I don't, like, I don't want, I don't want to be a damsel in distress. My, like, my night is charm, my night is charm, oh, Lord Jesus, these lyrics beating my ass. My night is, my night shiny armor is me. I'm sorry, y'all. Those boy, those lyrics were beating my ass. I gotta sing it first. Not really spell. <laughs> but yeah, y'all. Like I, I really. Let me just get deep into this. Let me talk about this. So, like in one of my podcasts, my previous episode, I talked about how I lost my virginity, which is terrible. So after that, it seemed like it opened up a portal of disrespect and trauma and abuse from all these men. And I am at my point where I'm done. I feel like there's no point of me engaging with a man no more and doing anything. I don't feel like it. I don't want to. I just feel like it's pointless. I don't see the appeal anymore. Like, I just don't feel like talking to any man anymore. Like, I don't. Y'all don't understand. I really have to get into depth about my relationship to these problems so y'all can understand. Like, it's been a it's been a tough ride and I'm just I'm over it. I don't want to deal with it no more. I just I can't. But to go into really into depth about it, my 
let's talk, let's just go on for this topic about, like, dating as a darker-skinned black girl. Just, and then, oh, I feel like the only reason why I even, you know, get any kind of play is because of my body. Black, dark-skinned black girls ain't really even considered attractive unless they have a body, and it's so sickening, and that's the reason why I, like, tune out on my social media now. I, I've turned off my story replies and stuff like that because I'm just so tired of being sexualized. Like, I just literally deleted like, my Instagram where I was trying to get more action, you know, based off of posting more of my body and stuff, but I just deleted it, because be, being sexualized is so exhausting after a while, it's draining, it's mentally draining, it feels like somebody's sucking the energy out of you, literally, like, it just seemed like, I don't know if, if like, my love life is cursed, but it seems like nobody ever wants to be in a relationship, like, and it's, and it's not, and a lot of, and I know a lot, ugh, Lord Jesus, and I know a lot of girls deal with this where men feel like they just want to, you know, hook up and casual sex, but I'll be feeling like I'm the only one, just because, like, at least some of these girls be actually having a man commit to them, they don't, like, not commit to them, but, like, actually putting a title on what they have, like, oh, I'm, this is my girlfriend, this is my boyfriend, they still be cheating, but I'm, like, at least they got a title, I don't get no fucking title, y'all, I just get Men who don't even remember my damn name. <laughs> I don't want to do this no more, bro. I'm over that. Like, I that's why I just started treating men the way they treat me. And then, girl, they get hot. Let me tell y'all, a man literally will hate the way you, they, like, if you treat a man the way they treat you, swear to God, it will make them sick to their stomach. They be so sick. Like, y'all don't even understand. They be so sick. Like, <laughs> But, um, like, situations, like, I usually attract, you know, the type of men that I usually attract are black or Hispanic men. That's who I really mainly attract. Uh, I attract all races, but it depends on what setting I'm in, because I attract white men, too. I attract all types of men. But the ones who really, you know, who I attract, those are the ones who I'm surrounded because I live in Los Angeles, black and brown area. But... The shit that I go through, I have to go through colorism with men. I have to go through, like, oh, I wonder if his parents like black people. You know, it is too much. I don't care. I don't care anymore to even, you know, deal with that. It's. I feel like this is my time to shine, to work on my body, to work on myself, my healing, work on anything else that I have going on, and just be myself. Like... I have no desire no more, especially after my ex got killed. I just, I just feel like that was the one person that I was going to love. And then that's it. I feel dead, but I feel like I am on the journey to accepting being alone. I feel like I'm not going to end up with anybody. And now people be like, oh, you're too, it's too early to, to decide that. I'm turning 25 this year. And I feel like it's not too early to decide that. If I feel like I'm going to be on the life, a Tracy Ellis Ross, if y'all not familiar with Tracy Ellis Ross, Tracy Ellis Ross is Diana Ross' daughter, and she don't have no kids, she's not married, she's never been married, and I feel like women who don't get married age better, and they live longer, and that's how I want to be. I think I have accepted in my life that this is who I want to be, and this is how I want to be, and I just, I feel like I want to end alone. And what you saying, I, I think when I die, I want to be surrounded around family and people, but I don't want to, um, I don't, I don't want to end up with nobody. I don't like sharing my apartment. I don't like sharing my space. I feel better alone. 
Like, I don't know, guy. I just never been. My man, my man, my man. My girl, your man left the dead hole. I ain't never been that. I don't know. I've never been that type of girl. Like, my man. I been boy crazy, but not my man, my man, my man. Like, <laughs> I, I can't, you guys. Also, another topic I wanted to talk about was, you know, the idea of having children. I was talking to my coworker, and we both were on it. My coworker and I, he's younger than me. But we always talking about stuff like about, you know, serial killers and metal music and stuff like that. And we just always talk about stuff. And we were on the discussion about like not wanting to have kids. He said he don't want to have kids and I don't want to have kids. And we both got on the same. We both had the same mindset that having kids is selfish. And I and I know a lot of people want to have kids for endearing reasons. They want to have kids to continue their legacy. They want to have kids because they want somebody to love them or they want some. It's always reasons. But not one of those reasons are not selfish. Nobody can give you a reason to be like, for kids. Like, what reason can you say I want kids for that's not selfish? And... I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like I want to bring a child into this world. This world, this world is ghetto. This world is so urban. Like, this world is so, it ain't even good. Like, this world is not a good world. I, w- I don't understand why anybody would bring somebody into this damn world. Like, y'all bringing, this world is basically the upside down and stranger thing. Y'all are bringing the world, and y'all bringing the child into this chaotic ass world and I don't get why I really don't get why I just don't I feel like I maybe one day when I heal from my trauma from the abuse that my mother inflicted on me maybe that would change my mind about kids but honestly my mother killed any like maternity or maternal instincts in me they dead they gone said Miss Keisha Miss Keisha oh my gosh she's fucking dead that's how that's literally my maternal instinct they are gone y'all I don't got no damn maternal instincts. Fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, y'all. I just... I can't see myself being a mother. Like, I literally can't see myself physically having to take care of a child. I took care of my nephew, and he bad as shit. I can't, y'all. And people will say, oh, like, you gotta wait till you have your own child. You might not like, might not like other kids, but you'll like yours. I'm like, nah. And I know a lot of people will be like, oh, kids are innocent. You know, I'm just, no, I don't want to be a parent. Like, I don't think my purpose, he, I, I honestly don't even know what my purpose is here. But I definitely know it's not to be a parent. I know it's not to be a parent, y'all. I just don't want to be a parent. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just physically can't see myself being a parent. And it might change, and in hell, I'm going to go back on this episode in probably, like, 10 years and be like, shit, I, I don't know what happened, y'all. I changed. I done found, I done found Zach Efron, and he, we married. He want to have kids. I'm about to get Zach Efron, these little biracial-ass kids, mulatto kids. <laughs> I'm playing, you guys. But, um, <laughs> I really can't see myself, you know ending up with anybody anymore i just feel like over exhausted this generation of dating is so it's so out of place and a lot of people be like oh like you know honestly all the generations of dating is trash but i feel like in this generation like men don't even stick through it or they, i don't know men don't build houses no more okay they don't be doing podcasts like my ass they don't build houses they don't grill they don't do nothing i'm like damn y'all don't do nothing they don't go to war no more <laughs> they don't do nothing 
All right, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast because, you know, I've been working and I have to get up early. So I'm going to go ahead and edit this podcast and end it here today. But I'm so, like I want to say, ending this podcast, I want to say I'm so, so grateful for anybody who listens to me. And I hope one day that I'm able to send gift packages out to everybody who can, like, listen to me. Just please, please continue to listen, continue to support, and I will be back next Saturday. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your night.